With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of the Quack Report. My name's Carter. I'm joined by Nate once again, who is feeling just how everybody is probably feeling after uh, the tough weekend the Ducks had slamming back. Was that Jagger? We, I thought we were taking shots to make this whole episode feel easier. <laughs> Dude, you. what? What? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That was just that was just Coke. Oh, <laughs> Coca-Cola or like... Coca-Cola, yes. <laughs> Just pounds back. Oh my god, no. Hell no. <laughs> nah, I just did it for the bit. So after these three games, I, I mean like I, I thought about pouring actual Jaeger in there, but yeah. Not tonight. That that's how they felt. Yeah. They, you, yeah. you needed that. Yeah. I know. I was more wanted the shock value from you. I wanted to see how, how, how that would go over. <laughs> it was a little shocking. I was like just kind of talking, and then I, I was like, "What's he holding?" <laughs> he was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But Dude. Honestly, oh. I don't know why. My first thought was like cough medicine, and I was like, "Are, are you okay?" <laughs> I mean, Jaeger was supposed to originally be like a cold medication. Yeah, and I think that's why I went to Jaeger next because I was like, oh, wait, he's a psychopath. He likes that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do like that stuff. I uh, I don't make a face at it or anything like that. So that's no. that's good that's good stuff. So I know you're not yeah. a fan of it, but no, you, you've yeah. done it once with me since then, and I'm very proud of you for that. Yeah, that, that was a that was a very poor choice. <laughs> hey, it was only it was only one shot at least. It wasn't like when you're like, here, have uh, have some of the Gretzky whiskey or whatever. And it was like three shots later, and I'm like, nope, yeah. not feeling it. <laughs> Gretzky, great hockey player, awful whiskey. I didn't. It wasn't that it was a bad whiskey. I don't think. Like, I'm not really a whiskey guy. Is the thing. But like, out of the whiskeys I've tried, that was also good. I'm just, yeah, I'm just not a whiskey guy. So like, yeah. one's like, yeah, all right. Two is, Ugh. three, no, I'm tapping out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> time to go home at that point. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, and speaking of man, the, the ducks need to go home. They're they're, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not <laughs> going anywhere else. So, 
nope. Yeah, oh. warm up the bus. Time to go home. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was a tough three games. Like, you, I don't even want to talk about these. <laughs> let's just let's just get it over with. We know okay. we, we have to. Unfor- yeah. yeah, unfortunately, this is yeah. And don't do that ten percent, eighty percent, ten percent shit that you were talking about a few episodes episodes ago. I tried yeah. that after getting my COVID booster, and I was like, no, it's way better just to rip it off in one go. Yeah, I, I'm glad that I told you about it so that you could try it because I, it didn't sound <laughs> it right. It was horrible. Me, it sucked. But, yeah, <laughs> good to know. Now, now you know. Just <laughs> rip the bandaid off, like the expression means. Yeah, so, the more you know, gonna do, the more you yeah. know. Yeah, so we're going to do that now and just just rip it. Yeah, so three games to talk about. 4-1 loss to the Preds, uh, 2-1 shootout loss to the Devils, and a 4-3 loss to the Islanders uh, just the other night, last night when you're listening to this. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of just lump them all together and talk about all of them, I think, but... Um, let's, let's try and go in order a little bit and then we'll, we'll probably carry on a little bit, but we'll start with the Ducks and Predators game, the four, one loss. Um, I mean, it was a close game score wise for 55 minutes. Like it was only two, nothing. Right. And then, yeah. well, and then actually Henrique scored, I think with about five minutes left in the the third. Yeah, it was Henrique scoring and then the guy that I'm kind of sick of talking about in this negative way, but he gives me no choice. John Gibson kind of fucking it up for us, honestly, in the last five minutes there. Yeah, that that slap from Sissons, I believe it was. Yeah, like with time and everything like that, it was Mm -hmm. brutal. Like I watched that play and I was just like, dude, you got to have that one. Yeah, I was curious because Fowler kind of got his stick in there last second. So I was like, maybe Fowler tipped it, but n- not that I could see. No, so you, not you significant see the enough that he a, should miss it. Yeah, it's a it was a clean shot. But even then, like Fowler's got to play that guy a bit. But Gibson's got to have that. That is a clean shot from like n- not even at the top of the circles yet. Yeah, like that's basically distance. the blue line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is distance. Or sorry, I'm looking at the the shot map right now. It was just at the top of the of the circle, but still, oh, like that's okay. yeah. Still though, that was a clean shot on a angle that like you gotta have that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, credit to Sissons. Like he picked his corner and just blasted. Oh yeah, it home. yeah. Like that was a shot. Sure, and cre- half, yeah, sure. Credit to Sissons, but like your your team is like, okay, we we cut the lead down to one. We got five minutes left. Like we got a chance here, and yeah. then your goalie just honestly lets you down like that. Yeah, like that. That's just a huge momentum suck. That's just deflation, right? Mm-hmm. Like. That's or not even deflation. That's taking the pin to the balloon, just popping it. Whatever yeah. you had, just gone instantly. Mm-hmm. And we've seen way too much of that from John Gibson lately, too. Like, what was uh, what was the game that we were just talking about that um, the Ducks got scored on early? It was It was that Tuesday yeah, game yeah. against uh, Chicago there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Same thing as that early goal against, and Gibson is just deflated. Everybody's deflated. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, th- this he's not a captain by a letter on his chest or anything like that. But I'm sure he's respected in the room as a captain. And when you see one of those guys just get down on himself right away like that, or get down on everybody in front of him or that sort of thing, as mm-hmm. much as he does battle on that sort of thing, it was like like earlier on in the season or even last year, it was like okay, like he's actually doing all he can. But like 
it feels like it's just gotten to him so much yeah that it's just instantaneous now so like you like honestly we i feel like we could be up for nothing let's say and that one goal goes against and everything would shift just with how they've yeah, been playing absolutely. right now if they had yeah. a chance at pulling up a four nothing lead so yeah that'd be a miracle <laughs> yeah like it's just man like that's that's just not good for team morale mentality anything like that so and again like i'm i i'm sick of talking negative negative about him lately but that's really the majority of what it is mm-hmm. so like it's yeah i don't want to kick a guy when he's down but he is not helping this team really in any facet currently no. i don't think and- no, and like you look at, um, I think enough said about that. We can kind of jump ahead to the Devils game now, where Stellar's played, and, and you just look at how that how was differently a the team looks. Yeah, yeah. it was absolutely, but it's just, it, the team was different because they were getting kind of kind of those. Um, I don't want to say important saves because like they, they're not necessarily all important, but they're. Actually, yeah, they they were important. You want to see the shot yeah. map for that? Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll say important because I can't think of a better word. Sure, but yeah, because um, yeah, that one, man, that is something else. I'm just uh, yeah. zooming. I, in I guess quick. the the terms I'm looking for are momentum building saves. Like he makes that save, and you're like, oh fuck, like let's go. This is yeah, this feels good. Um, I guess that's maybe what I'm trying to say by important here. So. <laughs> Yeah, let's have a look at... Uh, that is a lot of shots and a oh, lot, boy. again, in the slot area. Yeah. I didn't Stilar's, think it was that bad, honestly. Stolarz stood on his head. Yeah. And Nico does as well. Like, oh, absolutely. We, 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 we still, too, we, yeah. yeah, we still got good chances. Rem, uh, remember, the, the bigger the circle, the more likely it is to be a goal, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the more of a chance you have. So, like, we still got in the slot and we had chances, absolutely. But, man... Our end is populated like heavily. Oh, yeah. There, like, there's no room to breathe in that slot. Well, I guess there is if you're a New Jersey Devil because apparently you could just walk in and take a shot. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, like yes, it's maybe not a hundred percent on Gibson. The defense is not looking great either. But like, no, absolutely not, man. Like, I the the last three weeks of this show have been clear out the slots, play better defensively, get more quality chances. Like, I I get that it's easier said than done, but, like, I'm tired of listening to myself say that Mm -hmm. for the last three weeks, four weeks, however long it's been now since the All-Star break. Yeah. I'm I'm sick of hearing myself say it, but there's nothing else to say. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, that's that's what we need to fix, honestly. Like, this is... Like, we We, clear out this... The, the the guys in front of the net and the slot. This is a one nothing win against the Devils. Yeah, maybe not. So maybe not the best. Like it would have been nice. Like this is a team we should score more against. Um, I, I think I, I don't know. Like, I mean, Nico Dawes put up a phenomenal effort. So oh yeah, w- yeah. This w- without was... him, you you put anybody else in the net. That's that night. That's not Nico Dawes, and it's. It's probably easily a three, four, nothing game. Like we had our scoring chances, and they were, it, it was phenomenal. But we either hit the post or Dawes was there. So yeah, um, I was doing the uh, the watch along for this game on the uh, the Hockey mm-hmm. Podcast Network YouTube channel, and 
um, just watching it at least like, yeah, you, you could tell that there was a lot more of the quality chances for New Jersey there, but like outside of the shots, like it, everything else felt even, I guess. But in the end, it's those shot chances, right? It's the, it's the chance to score goals and that sort of thing. And the actual goals that matter in the end. So, yeah, but, um, yeah, I, there was like a couple of people in the comments being like, oh, this is going to overtime or a shootout. And I'm just like, no, we because we don't want that, right? We are horrible in that uh, in that respect. I'm just trying to pull up mm-hmm. the stats here. Yeah, we're four and five in the shootout. Um, yeah, which is not good. Now, after that New Jersey game, but it's like, yeah, yeah you, you don't know what to expect, really. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's essentially a coin yeah. flip in the shootout, right? For, it it for really us. is. So and yeah, just that that back end man. It's just, I don't know what has happened. I know Drysdale hasn't been in the lineup for the last two games now. Um, as a as a yeah. healthy scratch, it sounds like it's more just medical precaution, which mm-hmm. I am totally all right with. Yeah, maybe let's do the same for John Gibson though, please, because <laughs> we just like to throw him back in as soon as he's like, yeah, I feel like eighty five percent. All right, you're in. You're starting tonight. Yeah, well, when Stellaris has shown that he's <laughs> like the better, he can handle uh, it for lately, a little lately, bit. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. can handle it for a little bit. He's not a starting numbers guy by any means in terms of like game started in a row kind of deal. Yeah, but it's this is just I I feel like this is just. This isn't me saying that I know more than NHL coaches. Don't get that confused. There's a there's a reason that they are there, and I'm talking to you on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, whatever. There's a, there's a reason for that, right? But it's just oh man, like I uh I, I don't even remember where I was going with that actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So right, right. Sorry. There, there's a there's a reason they're in those spots. But it's what I was saying at the start of the year is, I mean, I, I'd like to see what I was talking about of give Stellar's more starts, make the workload less on Gibson. Not quite a 1A, 1B situation, but it's got to be a hell of a lot closer than how the games are being done right now. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to pull this down for a second so I can change... Uh, my tab here because I had a couple numbers open that I wanted to look at here. Yeah, sure. Yeah, here we go. So John Gibson has literally started twice as many games as Anthony Stellars. It's 42 mm-hmm. to 21 currently. I'd like that to be a little bit closer, and I think you would see numbers improve overall. John Gibson yeah. currently right now has a season goal save above expected at a negative eight point Ooh. yada yada. Yeah. That's not that, that that's not good. Yeah, I'd be curious to know what that was before the All Star break, but yeah, I'd um, be curious too. I, I'm not able to to change that here, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't think so, but it's. Um, I, I, I want to feel like a lot of that would come from the, the, these last well, this last month now. It's it's actually been a month since our first game back um, after the All Star break. Uh, okay, what feels like a fair minimum twenty games to uh, compare for, to for Gibson? Or are yeah, you doing like, like a, to the league? Yeah, comparing to the league. How many um, how many games minimum feels like a fair comparison? I guess uh, well, I do ten. Yeah, because then you get some backups in there as well. Like, okay, or, or, or is it like played and and we're injured? Yeah, uh, start start or, with ten, and if it looks like 
if you get like weird names at the top, then maybe do fifteen or twenty. Um. Okay, let's take a look here. Can I flip that? Oh, holy shit. Okay. Uh yeah, okay. If we're if we're going with ten. Uh okay, maybe not ten. We're getting some, yeah, we're getting some young guys in there, guys that just like like Caden Primo is in there for eleven games. Okay, yeah. Um okay, let's try let's try fifteen yeah, sixteen games. Fifteen, sixteen, sure. Yeah. Okay. So for guys who have played a minimum of sixteen games. These are the goaltenders who have a worse goal save above expected. So just the, these are goals that, again, that they should have had like everything kind of considered. Yeah. Uh, Philip Grubauer is a league worst minus 32.6. Okay. Outlier. <laughs> like he's, he's out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, as soon as I say the next one is Kevin uh, Kevin Lankinen of the Chicago Blackhawks, a minus seventeen point nine. You can okay. really see how bad Grubauer is this year, and like, yeah, the defense isn't great there either, but it's a lot better, I think, than people are maybe looking at. So mm-hmm. yeah, Grubauer is having a rough year. Uh, Mark Andre Fleury at minus sixteen point nine is next, but again, Colorado's yeah. or Colorado uh, Chicago. Has also been crap, but we did lose to them eight to three earlier this week. So I mean, the fuck do I know? Apparently, uh, Thomas Grice of the Detroit Red Wings minus eleven point eight. Peter Morazek minus eleven point one. Uh, Sam Montembeau, who's played twenty nine, he's played twenty nine games. Holy shit! Uh, Sam Montembeau of the Canadians with negative eleven point one. Mackenzie Blackwood of the New Jersey Devils negative ten point three. Jonas Corposalo negative eight point seven. John Gibson as, as a ninth worst with a minimum of 16 games played in the league. Uh, just to round out the top 10, who's next? Just out of curiosity. Uh, Alexander Georgiev at negative eight. Even. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, that's, that's not Al- a name I would have picked. but Alex Nedeljkovic on a not great Boston team has a better goal save above expected. Who's that? Uh, you said Nedeljkovic? On Boston, yeah, Nedeljkovic of Detroit. Okay. Oh, you said Boston. So. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was like, well, are we talking about the same guy? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> on Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is it, Karel? Uh, the Melka. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's doing better on Arizona than John Gibson is right now. I mean, the expected goals for like <laughs> at any goalie on the Coyotes is like, or goals against the expected goals against are like six every night so if like he saves more or Ver- if he doesn't let in six then like, uh, that's pretty the, good so the melka is almost a whole goal better yeah i i don't know if it's actually six <laughs> for um for the coyotes i just like made yeah. a number but and, like, and he's made know. and he's played 34 games like yeah. and out of okay and taking a look out of all of this so okay so that that worst nine Mm-hmm. Only two guys have played more games than John Gibson. That's Mark Andre Fleury and Philip Grubauer, mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah, Gibson's. I don't know. Not just having he's, his, his best he's season. Having, so no, he's not. And it's I. I yeah. I, I wish we could take a look at like uh, those ones before. Um, Uh, before the season started and everything like that. Let's, uh, oh, oh, holy shit. Okay, so that was for 
those numbers that I was reading off those that was for all situations. So uh, five on five penalty kill man up everything like that. I'm going to change it to just five on five because that's what you mostly see in a game, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's your that's your usual. Your team is at full strength, so is the other team. Uh, John Gibson with uh, okay minimum 16 games played again still. Uh, has the third worst goal save above expected Ooh. in five on five. He's a negative 12 and a half. Yikes. That's not good. I'm going to guess number one is Grubauer still. Yeah. And next is probably Flurry because he had a pretty yeah. rough start. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then John Gibbs. Like, that's that's rough. Like, yeah. <laughs> we've been shitting on Grubauer and Flurry since the beginning of the season up until basically this last month. Flurry's picked it up. He's, he's seems to have kind of figured it out, but it, it was so rough beforehand. So yeah, it was to put to be putting Gibson in that same category sucks. And all yeah. I can say is I hope or not I hope I'm glad that this is not a cup contending year because if our top goalie was putting up those numbers, that's that's terrible. Like this is yeah. kind of a, <laughs> another year that we have to check the box on for all of our young guys. Honestly, so uh, okay. So keeping that in mind again, so minimum sixteen games played. I'm just looking at five on five here. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been 55 goalies in the NHL who have played a minimum of 16 games for five on five time. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to find where Anthony Stellars is ranked. Uh, oh, here. Okay. Oh, we'll start from the, yeah, we'll go from the top here. Anthony Stellars is kind of middle, kind of not at 39 or spot 39. Of 55. Um, out of 55 with a negative 3.1. And then you okay. drop to Gibson, our starting goaltender at 53 of 55 at a negative 12.5. Yeah. The next I mean, guy there is Cam Talbot for uh, Minnesota at negative 10.4. Hmm. Yeah, like, that's a job. good either. Um, but like I know you said for Stellars, like you said 39 out of 55. So like kind of in the middle, yeah. kind of not. There's only 15 guys that have been that have done better than Stellaris this season at five on five. Yeah, and there's been 38 that have been worse. So that's to me that's solid, and, and it's surprising that he's still at a minus as well. Oh, sorry. There's been, sorry. There's been uh, there's been 38 that have been better than Stellaris. Oh, I see. I see. I see. It's but there's the been 52 okay. that have been better than Gibson. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. When, you said, I, when you said starting at the top, like, I thought... Too. Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry, gotcha. My bad. My okay. Bad. I, yeah, I missed that. Uh, you said it, and my brain just didn't register it. So, <laughs> yeah. okay. That makes a lot more sense. Um, yeah, I, I mean... The, like we've, that, we've beat Gibson now with uh, Lucille. We, we, borrowed it, we borrowed Lucille from Negan, and it was just like bashed in Gibson's skull now, so I'm kind of done talking about it personally, unless, unless there's something yeah. else that you wanted to no, bring um, up about him. No, no. But. No, I'm done. Uh, just when I, I thought when you said uh, loose seal, you meant like loose seal, like meat from the animal, a seal. And I was like, what the, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> then I, when you said borrowed it from Negan, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which also, I, which also apparently The Walking Dead is in its final season. I didn't know. Apparently. That. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, I, we I haven't, haven't watched, watched since like season six, though. <laughs> season six or season seven, I think. Yeah. I, I do want to try watching it again, but like, it's there's a lot to a lot of shit to go through, you know. Like I, I know there's yeah. some bad seasons in the middle. I'm like, do I really want to go through that again? Yeah, but, I just but, I still I remember know. it was what the end of season five, I think it was, 
season four or five when we get introduced to Negan and yeah. we were watching it in that was in first year we were watching it in uh or no that was season four going into season five that's what it was yeah, yeah. I think and um I mean somebody will correct me but uh yeah like it was like like that final scene of like the point of view of whoever gets killed by Negan and like starts bashing on their head and that sort of thing and it cuts to black and like the yeah. it was it was over and both of us were just like like just yelling what the fuck and like people rushed to our dorm room we're like you you're okay and we're like what the fuck is this like putting up to the TV and they're just like oh yeah. okay fine <laughs> yeah uh it was actually the end of season 6 he oh was it uh, okay he appeared yeah Okay, so we got through. I think we got, we through, got through most like, of season seven. Yeah, uh, at least half of it. Anyways. Yeah, and then we just then we trailed off. So. Yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah, because that was the year that we moved into that townhouse on residence, and we had like that. It wasn't a sectional, but it was like basically four individual chairs that you could turn into a couch or that sort of thing. Yeah. And we set them. We set them up as. Uh, it's kind of like lazy boys or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember that now facing the TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. That was awesome. Oh, um, good times. Good times. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's the, uh, the short way of saying the ducks just need to be better. Um, not much to add about this Islanders game from it's, uh, it's from one Sunday we, night here. yeah, it's one we should have had. The, the um, offense was great. Uh, honestly, I have no issues with the offense in any of these three games. Like, yes, we only got one goal against the Preds and the Devils, but it wasn't for lack of trying. Yeah. So, at least compared I, to other games. The the Islanders game was better, I think. Yeah. Okay, I want to take a look at this Islanders game here for a second. I think I have it correct in my head, but I just want to make sure. Uh, yep. Yeah, okay, two two games against the Islanders. We're, we're finished the season series against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, after that win by the Islanders tonight... Uh, they are currently sitting fourth in the wild card spot, um, eighteen points behind Washington for the final wild card. All right. Uh, in the two games against the Islanders, we lost eight to three. Yeah, that's not good. That's that's not good whatsoever. I, I'm whatsoever. curious though, like what the Islanders' record is um, if you take out their big road trip at the beginning of the season. Like when was their first home game? Um, it was uh, November twentieth okay, well, against Calgary. So yeah, take out one, two, three, four. It was uh, like fifteen I games, I think. Um, yeah, it was. So, but here, okay, yeah. so here, I just I have their home and away records here. So at home, oh, okay, the Islanders are fourteen, twelve, and four, and on the road they're ten, twelve, and four. Sorry, what was their home record? I missed that. Uh, 14, 12, and 4. Okay, so winning record then. Yeah. That's decent. Um, yeah, they picked up points at home, but they've only picked up 14 on the road. Yeah. You know, And are that, now on a three-game winning streak. <laughs> yeah. This road trip actually to start the season wasn't actually that bad. They went 5, 4, and 2, if I count that right. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9... 10-11. Yeah. Yeah, actually, they had a winning record on that opening season road trip. So, And then at home, they lost their first five. 
Oh. <laughs> Way to open a new nope. building. <laughs> nope, six. Nope, seven. Actually, sorry. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> there was there was road games in like in between some of those. So I yeah, them. but yeah, they lost their first seven in that new building. So jeez, man, I just I, I miss October to January. We had something when, good when we to talk good. about. Yeah, we had yeah. something. We just we just had something good to talk about each episode. I'm. It's oh yeah, the the offense looked great, and then it's uh, but. They they didn't really get good chances, right? It was like oh yeah. the passing was there, but they they didn't really do anything with it. Yeah. Um. Oh, there was some there was some good defensive moments, but overall it was kind of crap. Um. Stellars looks really good, but we keep starting Gibson, who is not there, whether it's mentally, physically, whatever. Yeah. There there's always uh oh there's this but that mm-hmm. overshadows the positive lately. Like I don't, I don't want to be negative, but it's it feels like we're back in the last two seasons of like, yeah, here's what we can improve. Here's what's like kind of going okay that could be better, and we'll do all right. We've seen this that this team can do it. Mm-hmm. We've seen it. This at one point in the season for like about a week, week and a half, if I'm remembering this correctly. This team was top of the Pacific Division. Yeah, we know this team is capable of it. Mm-hmm. And I get we got some guys out right now with some injury and stuff like that. But like you can't really use that excuse because that's really only been the last three games. Right? Yeah. Going back even farther than that, like we've been like full strength and it's not been happening. So I'm I, I was off the train for quite a while. I think I'm kind of back on the I don't think we need Dallas Eagans anymore train. I'm back on that. Yeah, like we we had a good game plan in the beginning of the season. And yeah. it looked like whatever the coaching staff was doing was great. And was was it perfect? No, it wasn't. But like it was a young team. So it was it's a not gonna hell be of a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. So there was there was things to be gl- glad about. And you could see the effect that the coaching staff was having on our game. And it's like, okay, maybe this was just the missing piece. Dallas Eakins, you know, went to some seminars and figured it out, bringing in uh, <laughs> Jeff Ward and Mike Stothers really helped our power play and spe- other special teams, right? Yeah. But now that we've seen, like, the inability for this coaching staff to adapt to how the team has been playing, it's, like, th- that. that's just the sign that it ne- they need to go. Yeah, and by they it, I mean Dallas Eakins. But yeah, for, like the, this team's taking whatever Dallas was saying at the start of the year, and now it's just going in one ear out the other kind of thing, right? That yeah, like and that I I don't know that for a fact. So I guess I should clarify that. But like that's the majority of what happens with with coaches and where they start to lose a team or that it's just yeah they they've lost the team. The team's not listening to that coach anymore. Whether it's uh, warranted or not, and I think really in this because he was just kind of like, yeah, we'll just let the kids go for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, the kids are going for it, but like they still need somebody to help them adapt. Yeah, to to what's been going on, right? Like yeah, what's yeah. going on within the team itself, what's going on on the ice, and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. and when the, I I know I keep beating on this one, but it's the most painfully obvious one that I've been yelling about for, for basically all three years is quit throwing in John Gibson when he's not there or not ready just yet. If he's coming off of like a minor injury even or something like that. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I don't know, man. 
Yeah, I mean, part of that is probably Gibson saying, "No, I'm ready to go." Wow. Yeah, and that's where that's where you also have to be the coach, though. To the coach has super, uh, superiority or yeah. seniority. There you go, not superiority, <laughs> seniority. There, that's where he has to say, "Are you actually sure, though?" I don't think so. I'm going to have you wait out another game or two just to be sure. Yeah, but, but because still, like, if I, because look, we want you at full strength, we would rather mm-hmm. have you at full strength than 85% and have Lucas Dostal showing you up. Yeah. Like, uh, let me that, say that's not, that's not off, a crack at, that's not a crack yeah, yeah. at Dostal by any no, means no, saying yeah, that he's bad or anything like that. It's, it's that an AHL goalie that is looking for your job right now, even, mm-hmm. right, is playing better than you, whether he's in the AHL or up in the NHL. Right. Let, let, let me say though, I, first off, I, I agree with you 100%. He shouldn't be playing if he's not 100%. Yeah. 85%, 90%, 95% even is not good enough. Like if you're no. not 100%, you're not playing. But like, um, but let, let's say I'm John Gibson because it's hilarious that I would be John Gibson. <laughs> it's not even close. And you get to be Dallas Eakins. And I come to you and I say, okay, I know I've been injured the last week, but I feel 100% ready to go. What, what's your response? Um, okay, John, you've told me before that you feel like 100%, and I've trusted you on it, and I've thrown you in there. Maybe it was against my better judgment as well. I'd like you to take a little bit more time just to make sure, because things can still get aggravated or whatnot, I'd like you to make sure. We have, we have, uh, we have Anthony, who's handling things, right? But we need you ready to play in the big games that we need points in to help us get a playoff spot and get into the playoffs. That's when we really mm-hmm. need you. And we can't have you going into the playoffs at 85%. Yeah, so I want but, to make sure that you're ready to go. Yeah, I know. I feel 100%. I feel great. We've, we'll, let's say here, um, we're playing New York next. Like, they're, they're a playoff team. Like, well, I, I feel ready to go. Just trust me on this, Dallas. Like, how, like, <laughs> my point is that like, John the Island, like, John no, the you, Islanders, John, the Islanders are not an offensive team, and they put four against you. The game against the uh, the game against uh, the Predators the other night, your team mm-hmm. had a chance to claw back in, and you let in a shot that you should have 96 percent of the time. You let that go in, mm-hmm. like you watched it. You're it doesn't seem like you're one hundred percent there. I'm keeping you out for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in this in this scenario, I guess like. Yeah, like he obviously hasn't looked 100%. So yeah. should we start Stellars on Tuesday? Yes, absolutely. Yes. But yes. my point being, like, if, it, when Gibson comes back from injury, like, if he says he's 100%, literally nobody else can be like, no, you're you're 85%. Like, if he says he's 100%, like, you just got to take his word for it. Like, nobody can really say otherwise. That's because it's just how he feels. Yeah, like, but if, if, it, if it is the case, though, that we've been going through like the last few years off of his word, it hasn't really shown that it works. Yeah. No, That's no, why no, it's no, like, no. we're yeah. taking the precaution here and making mm-hmm. sure you're a hundred percent. And uh, unfortunately I can say this from experience. I've had times where I said, yeah, I feel good enough to play and it hasn't gone well. Mm-hmm. So like whether it's for myself, I've, I still deal with stuff that. You know, my my last like competitive game for lacrosse was uh, I, I was 21. 
Um, I'm 25 now. I'm still dealing with issues from injuries that I had playing goalie. Mm-hmm. So like, you, it, it's, it's really funny that I'm the one who's kind of preaching about this when I'm still learning to make sure I take care of myself physically and that sort of thing. Like it's even ironic, just actually, yeah, it, it really is. Cause even just on Monday, like I went and like just laid in my bed, my back was like, my lower back was just done. Like I know I just finished a workout, but it was just like, it was just even more than usual. And my girlfriend could just tell that I was not in good shape. And she was just even like, okay, Go have a bath. You need to relax for a moment here. You're, mm. she, she, she honestly just said, you're useless to me right now. <laughs> go, go heal. <laughs> and that's what Dallas Eagans needs to do. Honestly, John, you're useless to me at the moment. Go fix yourself up. Mm. We'll be yeah, okay in the meantime. No. Yeah, I agree 100%. And yeah, like you said, it's been an issue for the last three years. So yeah. Yeah. Um, last three years minimum. Minimum, so, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, we've been talking about it for the last three years. Is, yeah. yeah. Is the better way of saying it. Um, last thing I want to say about this Islanders game, like we managed to score three against a, a good, solid defensive team. Um, that I'm not mad about. Um, like, like I thought our offense was, was fantastic. I'm, I'm trying to end this on a positive note, just so <laughs> you know. Um, like really, we just ran into, really three hot goalies in Saros, Nico Dawes, and then Ilya Sorokin. Like, we, we talked last time about elite goaltenders, and we didn't say any of those three names. Maybe in a few years we will, because like... Oh, Saros shit, will be saying good. it about in a couple of years. Uh, yeah, if not Absolutely. Like, he's, he's yeah. really good. Um, and has been really good for a long time. Um, Sorokin, possibly, too. Like, he's been lights out since he entered the NHL. Was, was that last year, I think? Was kind of when he made his official debut? He was a mainstay in it. Or two years? I, I don't remember hearing about him two years ago, but um, or oh, it was it was a battle for that backup position between Sorokin and, and Georgiev behind uh, Henrik Lundqvist at the time. No, no, Sorokin's in uh, with the Islanders. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Geez, who I, I was yeah. thinking of Shesterkin. My bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking ahead. Okay. I'm thinking of Tuesday yeah. right now. Yeah, no, that's okay. Two, New York goalie, Shesterkin, Sorokin, yeah. both it's hard close. to pronounce and from New York <laughs> or yeah. play in New York. Um, yeah. No, it was, tw- yeah, last season. Uh, Sorokin okay. played 22 games. Um, started 21 of them, 13, 6, and 3 record. Yeah, and then this season, 39. So, yeah. So, yeah, like he's only played 61 games, but he has a 33, 18, and 10 record. Like, <laughs> like. That's not a small sample size either. And that's, and that's either. an Islanders team that has fallen off the face of the earth compared to where they were the last few years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like he's still 20, 12, and 7 this season. 2.33 and a .925 save percent. Yeah, his save percentage is better than last season. And they went like to the conference finals last year. They went, stupid. To, they went to game 7 of the conference finals, did they not? Or was that the year before? No, no. It, uh, that was last oh, no. year? It says they... I oh, know Sorokin played seven games last season in the playoffs. So I, oh God, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. Anyway. Yeah. Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't really matter. Both times but, they played Tampa and Tampa went on to win the cup. So, but like they're, they're, yeah. they're that, cl- they were that close mm-hmm. for either, either the way. last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've played three very good goalies in the last three games and, and Sorokin for as good as he was, like we still somehow managed to get three goals past him. I mean, we yeah. took 
however many shots, 40 some. I don't even, I don't remember what the final count was, but it was, I can tell you right here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 40, 42 to 29 with the shots in favor of Anaheim. Yeah. And I so think 39 like, saved. <laughs> again, our first period wasn't fantastic, but like. No, and that's another thing that's been going for the last while. Why can't we just. Just just show up and start games. The schedule is available on your phone. I'm sure it's posted up in the locker room or wherever. I'm sure it's on the bus. Like, you know when the game starts. Why are we starting mm-hmm. an hour later? Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's not going to help you win hockey it's, games. It's mind-blowing, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, just looking at shots, they were 13-12 in favor of the Islanders. So, like, not bad, but just... Like eye test wise, it wasn't great. But then we outshot them fourteen no. nine, and then sixteen seven in the third. So, and, and yeah, I have no issues with the second and third period. It's, unfortunately, we gave up two at the end of the first. Yeah, to make it three one Islanders, and that that's what cost us mm-hmm. the game. Yeah, honest the the game against the Islanders here. Like I'm looking at, uh, I'm, I'm honestly even looking at like the stats and that just to see if there's something that pops out or whatnot but honestly the, the game against the islanders is not one i can I'll, I'll get mad about it because we need a win here like mm-hmm. desperately need a win here um yeah. this one was just a puck luck one though like i'm yeah, looking at the shop map right now we are all over the crease in the slots uh yeah, all three of the goals came from below the hash marks, which is fucking mm-hmm. amazing. Like I want to see that every game. Yeah, we had a couple like, posts in there too. Like Comtois yeah. rang one off the bar, and I think Henrik and, had. A yeah, and on the there. Islanders' side, it looks like six, seven, seven shots below the hash marks in like danger areas. I guess. Yeah. Um, two of those going in. I think maybe three. I'm just checking on this one. Yeah two it looks like mm-hmm. um but it's yeah, pretty clear game. in the slot over like like this islanders game like the shot map alone at least is what mm-hmm. i want to see every game it this one was honestly just a, a puck luck thing unfortunately yeah. so but it's but we, we play this way know. the rest of the season and i think we go you got a chance 600 you got a chance but you also have to i don't know it, it, it's a bit of puck luck, but who was in net again today? Yeah, exactly. Like you put Stellaris in, and it's I'm maybe a three-two, three-one game. Sounds horrible because, like, I love this guy. I want him to do well. Everybody wants him to do well, but John yeah. Gibson is not reliable right now. No, and, and it'll change. It'll, like come next season, he'll be our guy again. I'm sure, but yep, maybe even the end of this season. But yeah, no, you're right. Right now, it's he's not the guy. So. Um, and and it's it, like Dallas Eagans is talking about. Oh, you got to play the hot hand. You got to play the hot hand. Why do you keep starting Gibson then? He's not your hot hand. <laughs> no. Yeah. Exactly. So, so like another negative two range for goal save above expected tonight. Mm-hmm. A, like another one. Geez, we should almost have DJ Khaled here. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's our, our take on the last three games here. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> all three of them losses. I mean, point against the Devils, I guess. So, yay there. So there's uh, a point in there. But um, I, I put out a poll after the game against Chicago. Uh, it was during the first intermission uh, against Nashville, I believe. 
And I asked, okay, how many points does everybody see the Ducks getting on this trip? Um, obviously, the max was eight because you had four games there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the majority of voters voted for two or less. Yeah, so far we're at the less than two. Less than two. Like, we got to take the Rangers to overtime to get two, and we got to beat them to not get two yeah. or less. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> not good. Not good at all. But it's all right. Uh, Wednesday we'll be talking about uh, who to. Yeah, that we're. We'll probably be talking. Oh yeah, we're selling. Look ahead to the trade deadline. Probably. Maybe we have a trade already. Who knows? Maybe they're just okay. We're Pat Verbeek's going. Okay, we'll just wait until we're back in Anaheim, then mm-hmm. start moving guys. Because exactly. starting when this episode drops, the Monday. That's a week left before the trade deadline. We're now in that window that Pavrobeek is going to start to try to move these UFAs that mm-hmm. he, I guess, hasn't been able to sign. Yeah, and we'll get so. to that just on the other side of the break here. Um, and we'll see, uh, yeah, afterwards. The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team, and get $150 in free bets if that team wins. Again, that's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older? Restrictions apply. See content description or DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Okay. Uh, let's start with... Oh, yeah. Well, no, I had my perfect segue already lined up. So. <laughs> We're going to talk about this on the other side of the break. Josh Manson uh, just came yeah. back from an injury... Uh, in the game against the Devils was the first game since end of January. Uh, got an assist in that game, got a goal um, tonight against the Islanders. Uh, so, yeah, he's got uh, two points since coming back, which is fantastic. Good to see him see. back. I like it. Yeah, played 20 minutes uh, both nights as well, which is awesome. I like it. Um, yeah, uh, honestly, looked great. We... Uh, when we, whenever we talk about Josh Manson before, it's if you notice Josh Manson, it's because he did something bad. If you don't notice yeah. Josh Manson, <laughs> it's because he is just having a solid game. And I didn't even know he was back, honestly, <laughs> until like until like halfway through the Devils game. I was like, oh fuck, it's Josh Manson. Yeah. <laughs> What's the? It's like the Jason Bourne. Like, Jesus Christ, it's Josh, it's Josh Jason Manson. Bourne. Yeah, <laughs> Josh Manson instead. Jesus yeah. Christ, that's Josh Manson. Yeah, <laughs> so like, and so that was like pretty solid, and like I noticed him because they did like a close up, and they're like, "And this man's back." And I'm like, yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> this man's son is back. 
<laughs> oh boy. I mean, he is a he is a man's son, so yeah, of Mr. Manson. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Manson's son. Yeah. Mr. Uh, man's man's son now. He's all grown up. <laughs> we're, we're we're done with this. <laughs> <laughs> no, like th- there was very few times where I noticed Manson over the last couple of games. And it was always because like, oh fuck, that was a sweet defensive play. Who was that? Oh, that was Josh yeah. Manson. Like it, he he's just been solid. And I think I I don't want to say our defense was better over the last No, it was better. It was better compared to how it was over the last couple of games. Not perfect, but better. And I think a large part of that is because of Josh Manson. I think the times where it wasn't as good was maybe when Manson wasn't on the ice. So I, I think he was a huge piece that was missing throughout the month of February. And I don't want to say it's the reason why we suck during February because there's lots of reasons, but I think it is a reason. <laughs> lots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Josh Manson looked great, I thought, over the last uh, two games here, being back and that sort of thing. Um but now I just have it stuck in my head. I have a I I'm I'm dragging out the jokes a little bit more here. Uh what did the Buffalo say to his uh to his son when he left for college? What? Bye, son. You, you know what? Actually, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> we had to, we were going with the son jokes, and I was like, wait a second, I got this one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, be, yeah. uh, Francis, look, a, a great dad someday. Coming back, so it's been it's been yeah. nice to have him. But you know what, though, like I was talking about before, we got the NHL trade deadline coming up. Uh, Manson might only be back for a week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not to be the bearer of bad news, but Manson might only be here. But for it's a true. Week. It, but it's, it's true. true. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, L- but, yeah. Raquel, Lindholm, and Manson are the three guys that if they're not signed, yeah, Verbeek said by Monday. Then they're getting traded, he, he, or he's going to look to trade them. Yeah, yeah. I, and okay. I, I don't think you just you don't just let those guys walk. They get you pieces. Yeah. So like you, he's, you he's actively going to trade them. Like yeah, yeah. Unless it's like oh, we'll give you a seventh round pick for Raquel, and that's your best offer. Like obviously you don't take that. Yeah, it's a slap <laughs> on the, the wrist. Like you might as well keep him for those few seasons. Yeah, exactly. Him, or a few games, sorry, and try and sign him again. But yeah. Um, but like I, I think if you get reasonable offers, you take the best available one. Like if you get a, say a second and a prospect for Manson, you, you take a second and a prospect for Manson, depending on the prospect. Be pretty good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd actually be all right. Yeah, uh, but don't get me wrong. I'd rather keep Manson around. I, I think he's one of those, <clears throat> yeah, stay at home defensemen that you know he gets points every once in a while, and you're happy about it. But yeah, like, I'd, lo- otherwise I'd love he just to keep is solid. Yeah, I'd love to keep all three of these guys, but obviously that's not necessarily like always going to happen, kind of thing. So yeah, here's hoping for the best, but just pre- prepare yourself that he might not be. Uh, they, all three of those guys might not be a duck um, in three episodes. 
I yeah. guess. Man, of course, we're going to have an episode drop on trade deadline day. Like, we, we may as well just not even have one realistically because yeah, almost like, everything we say is good. It's like, oh, yeah, we had some games. We'll see what happens with trade deadline. And then comes the Wednesday live episode. Everything fucking happened on trade deadline. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I don't think anything's really honestly going to. There's not going to be a whole lot on trade deadline, I don't think, this year because like guys are getting traded ahead of time and everything like that. And like everyone's mm-hmm. cap is so high, like, or like so close to the ceiling. Like, man. Like up up in Canada, I'm I'm not sure how it is for the states necessarily with especially with like TNT and ESPN now having it, um, how it's gonna work. But like up in Canada, the trade deadline thing is like a whole it's like eight hours worth of mm-hmm. uh worth of airtime up in Canada here. What happens if you have eight hours worth of airtime and the most is like all right, we have a trade. Uh, Josh Manson of the Anaheim Ducks goes to insert team here for a second round pick and this prospect. Wait around, wait around, wait around. And that's the trade deadline. We'll wait a couple more minutes here just to see if, because there's always the last minute ones. Yeah. Um, oh, we got a minor league trade here. This prospect for this prospect. And that's the day. Thank you for joining us for eight hours for like three deals. (laughs) I I mean, it's been that before where it has been been that before. It's nothing horrible, but like, I think it's going to be even worse this year. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I mean, you were talking how Monday, Monday's episode is basically going to be useless, but that's only if Manson, Lindholm and Raquel aren't signed or traded before Sunday evening. Yeah. True. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll take that. Like, Like if they're traded before then, then, we're we're good to go. Yeah, we, uh, we we'll have uh, <laughs> we'll we'll have one game to talk about against the Florida Panthers, which I'm just going to project now is probably a loss. But oh yeah, easily yeah, it's not <laughs> going to be fun. We're not going to want to talk about it. So Do, uh, okay, we, we are. I, I'm looking ahead in the schedule right now. So we're four 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 straight losses currently. Hmm. Um, I hate to be the negative guy, but I'm not feeling too confident going against the fucking Rangers after the last four games here. Uh, then you get a two day break. You're back home. You play Florida, and then uh, it's the trade deadline where yeah, guys are maybe gonna get traded and everything like that. And you're playing Nashville that night as well, who you just lost Again? to four one. Yeah, and then two days later you play Chicago, who you just lost eight three to. And then a couple days off, and you play San Jose, who you just beat by the skin of your teeth, 3 2. <laughs> well, this has been a fantastic season of the Quack Report. Uh, you won't hear from us again. <laughs> like, dude, the next two weeks suck. Yeah, that's, that's awful. So. And then it's like, it's double home games, which that's odd as well. Double home games against the Dallas Stars. The second one is also the first half of a back-to-back. You play Arizona. Hmm. And then it's, okay, uh, you're going to have I'm actually scared more... to play Arizona. They won like four of their last five games. Right? Yeah. Um, Somehow. Like I, so I'm just kind of going through this like next hmm. while here. I'm sorry. Just like, man, it is. <laughs> let's just put it this way. It's not looking good. All hmm. right? I, I'm trying not to be negative, but I'm looking at the teams ahead and like what we've done recently. And I'm just like, yeah, there's no way. There's no way. After Arizona, two days later, you have the Edmonton Oilers come to town. I don't know, but if, you, if you've heard about uh, a guy who has been doing better again lately, uh, or I guess two guys really, of um, 
what are their names? Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. And then a couple days after that, uh, you got a you got another team that's they've been doing all right this season in the fucking Calgary Flames. You might get a break a couple days later. You're playing against the Philadelphia Flyers, but that's the first half of a back to back yeah. on the road, which we know sucks ass. Uh, you go and play Carolina the next day after playing Philadelphia. A couple days later, you go play Florida. It's probably going to suck also. Florida has been amazing at home. And then a couple days later, you play the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. You got that gauntlet of three games that nobody wants. Yeah. And then you get a couple days off. You play Columbus, which has been all right from my recollection this year. Uh, Then you play L.A., which, you know, could really go either way. Get three days off, play L.A. again. Uh, That's the first half of a back-to-back. You then play St. Louis. Uh, Day off, San Jose, two days off, and you play the Dallas Stars on the road to limp away from the postseason. That's the rest of the season that we have here. Dude, we had an easy first half and we fucked it up. Our first two thirds, I guess. We did. Well, let's say say this. The first third of the season, fantastic. We took advantage of that. There was nothing wrong with that. Second Second third, third, I would would argue, is decent as well, actually. Not bad. Except for February. I don't know if you, where you would put that. Yeah. Well, I guess November, December, January, February, March, April. Okay. First third was good. Second third was shit. And this last third is going to be extra shit. So, yeah, it was. This is your captain speaking. Please fasten your seatbelts because it's going to be fucking awful. <laughs> We're experiencing a lot of turbulence, and uh, I don't know. I might just, I just put this down in a field or something. <laughs> I'm not really feeling it right now. I'm about eighty-five percent of my uh, my normal flying capabilities currently on the back end. Um, we're out two engines, and uh, the the flight attendants up front are doing are doing all right, but uh, they could probably hand out a couple more pretzels here. So get ready; it's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! There's a meme that I've been posting with like bad losses or that sort of thing. That's I I forget who it is. I want to say it's it's Riley. From uh, Letterkenny, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, somebody photoshopped a duck's hat onto him, and it just says below it, "Do I, I, it's oh, what is it? I'm, I'm trying to get the exact wording right. Let me let me pull it up here. This is this is why I have a folder dedicated to memes and such uh, for running this <laughs> for social account. Yeah, uh, bro, not- I'm straight up not having a good time, dude. I'm <laughs> looking at the like the rest of our schedule here, and uh, you're in for a bad one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh damn! Uh, yeah, it's not good. Um, it's I want to go back to Josh good. Manson for yeah, sure. A second, because we were talking about him off air beforehand as well, and yeah, you, you you left me hanging here on uh, Manson's actual market value because I really hope we resign Manson. I think he's a, yeah. a key piece to this team. Currently, Manson makes oh damn, just a sec. Ah, I, I was on his page and now I'm not. He's currently making four point one million dollars. Uh, that deal was signed back in 2017, kicked in in the 18-19 season. 
four years, $4.1 million modified, no trade in three of those years where he submits a 12-team no trade list, which is in effect for this year as well, 12-team no trade list. So All right. significantly limits our options for where he can go as well. So Okay, so I want to see, see if we can figure out who those teams are. I'm going to uh, go you can take the seven, seven Canadian off, teams. Yeah, seven off the board already with the Canadian teams. You got Arizona, Buffalo, so that's nine. Yeah, probably Chicago. Although maybe uh, not. I think you get a decent return still out of Chicago, potentially. Yeah. But it, I guess it depends on if you're looking for long-term or that sort of thing, right? Because Chicago's trying to look at moving um, some of those short-term. Oh, oh, I don't know. Chicago's apparently has everybody on the board. Yeah, so, so I don't know. Yeah, okay, okay. Sh- Chicago, maybe. Well, we'll sure. put Chicago we'll in there. Yeah. Might as well. So that's 10. Uh, I want to say Philadelphia might be one. That place maybe. is kind of a shit, sh- kind of a shit show, too. Um, yeah. and do you think he puts LA or San Jose on there, or do you think it's just like useless because Anaheim's not going to trade with those guys? Oh, uh, maybe San Jose. Yeah, not but sure. like, would Rubik even trade with San Jose? No, I actually don't even think that San Jose would want to trade with Anaheim. Yeah, maybe Seattle. Um, you put Seattle on there because they're not going anywhere in the next couple of years. Uh, maybe not in the next couple of years, but you got a good chance with them. They have a lot of cap space that they could pay him, right? Like resign him. Oh, that uh, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. But I mean, um, like he can go anywhere, and he doesn't necessarily have to resign with them. Like, yeah, he could go to Tampa Bay and then just resign again in Seattle. So. Yeah, I was going to say Winnipeg, but we already included them in the seven Canadian yeah. teams. Um, yeah, it, it's probably just places like he, he doesn't want to live, you know, yeah, like Minnesota. Uh, like he's, uh, but he Minnesota's, in, got a, Minnesota's got a good team, though, and they could. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's freaking cold. He's a, he's a California. Oh, no. Oh, he's from Saskatchewan. Never mind. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he'll go to Minnesota and be fine. Minnesota's third currently in the Central Division, but they still feel like a dark horse to make a deep run for me this year. Yeah. You know what? I I know we said that Manson would knock off all seven Canadian teams, but I actually thought he was American. And and no, he is Canadian. So maybe... Calgary? Unfortunately, yeah. See, looking at Calgary's roster, though, I don't think another depth defenseman kind of guy is what they're looking for. No. Or is what they should be looking for, at least. Yeah, but I don't think he's just automatically putting all seven Canadian teams on his no-trade That's fair. now that I'm looking at it. Edmonton could use a little bit more help on the back end. Absolutely. They don't have $4.1 million in space, though. Oh, that's where Edmonton would have to give up, right? Yeah. Retain half of Duncan Keith, like Chicago should have done. Yeah. Or, um, like, sorry, like Edmonton should have made Chicago do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Chicago um, didn't have to retain. I mean, we give John Gibson a little bit of a kick in the pants and, and bring in a good, good old boy, uh, Mike Smith. <laughs> Fuck no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's not even competition. If, if we bring Gibson, in Mike so. Smith. If we bring in Mike Smith, even just for oh no, he still signs the next year. If we bring in Mike Smith, I quit. <laughs> yeah. If we're bringing in Mike Smith, it's for a buyout. Like, dude, if, if I'm, I was gonna say, dude, if I'm if if I'm John Gibson and I see you trade for Mike Smith, I'm going. <laughs> you really think that's gonna scare me? No. Yeah. <laughs> 
great. We can have the most fragile groin in the NHL if we bring in <laughs> Mike Smith and have John Gibson. Oh, like, holy shit. Oh. But anyways, my, my question to you off air was if Manson makes $4.1 million right now and he is currently 30 years old, when does he turn 31? Turns 31 in October. So he'll be so 31 by the time season. next season starts. Yeah. Um, then what does he make? What, what, what does a contract look like? What, is, what does he go to Verbeek with and say, this is what I want. Pay me this. Um, or, or, and what is Verbeek? What, my, my question is, what do they agree to? What does the world say, in this case, the athletic and their market value? What do they say? I initially <laughs> said off air, four years, excuse me, is probably ideal. That takes him to at least 34. Not bad. Um, he's a right-handed shot. He's a top four defenseman. Um, I looked at comparables in uh, actually Calgary, Anderson and Tanev, um, both making 4.5-ish million dollars. Anderson's Mm -hmm. a lot younger, but they're both right-handed D. Um, I looked at Nashville. Matthias Ekholm, 31 years old, currently making 3.75, but next season makes 6.25. So I think somewhere in the middle is good. Um, kind of around that four and a half, five range. And then I also looked at Carolina. Uh, oh, yeah, but they had nothing. So I looked at Boston. And um, currently McAvoy is making 4.9 and he's 24. Brandon Carlo, uh, also a right D, 4.1 and he's 25. So, but those are good deals. Those are very good deals. And McAvoy yeah. makes nine and a half million starting next season. So I think a, in this market, in my opinion, four-year deal somewhere in the four and a half to five million dollar range makes sense for Manson. Oh, I also looked at Adam Larson. That was the other okay. guy. Four yeah. million dollars, late twenties, early thirties, and he's on a pretty all right deal. So I, I think okay. because Manson probably wants more, you have to go a little bit high. I think four and a half to five is high, but I think that's what they settle on. So uh, I'm looking at the Anaheim Ducks player cards from The Athletic, uh, Shayna Goldman and Dom LeCision, who, you know, they're very good at their jobs. They know what they're talking about and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have, you know, their actual salary, what they're projected for, or sorry, not what they're projected for, what their market value is. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like what you were doing as well. You were kind of looking around, okay, here's maybe some comparables and that sort of thing. I'm kind of wondering, though, if it's a little bit of... Not to you specifically, this happens in every fan base. Yeah. A little bit of bias, thinking that a guy is maybe better than he actually is, or that sort of thing. Potentially, yeah. I, I especially tend to overvalue defensemen. So, so, okay, so I'm going to read this um, that shows... Uh, it, it's kind of an explanation of like how market value is determined. Okay. All right? So it's just like a couple paragraphs out of uh, this article here just uh, tells kind of how it works um so from the athletic uh based on contract uh, projections for every player in the league provided by evolving hockey compared to projected future value um measured using gsva which i'm just double checking what that is game score value added or something Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, you're 100%. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I estimate that the value of a win on the open market for a forward is $3.27 million, uh, with replacement level being worth just above 1.1. 1. 1. 
for defense, it's about three point five million and one point seven five million, respectively. So, for reference, uh, elite forwards are worth around three wins or more. Top liners between two and three. Second liners between one and two. The rest fall one or none. Okay. Uh, consider the yeah. Consider the average or like consider the salary guideline range for unrestricted free agents. Uh, we'll keep while keeping the age curve and cap inflation in mind and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's their explanation as to just how they kind of determine this and yeah. whatnot. And they're not just of, like guessing like, oh, this is yeah. a 32-year-old right D. This is a 32-year-old right D. Let's Yeah, it's okay. Let's, let's, it's, it's like, everything. okay, let's, yeah, let's look, let's compare it to other defensemen, what they're making, what they, and how they actually contribute to their team and how many like wins that that player drastically uh, influences mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Yeah. So the current salary for Josh Manson is four point one million dollars. Um, do you think that the market value is higher or lower by, let's say, a million, or is it within that million range? What do you think? Okay. Um, so you can I, have between. So yeah. the the million so range. Three really, I guess. I, it's a $2 million range. So yeah, so you can go between 3.1 to 5.1 or is it outside of that? And if it's outside, you think which way is it? I, okay. I, I hope that makes sense for yeah, listeners does. right now. So Yeah, yeah, you're saying 3.1 or lower, between 3.1 and 5.1 or 5.1 and 5.1 higher. 5.1 and those higher, are, yeah. Those are the three options, yeah. I think Where do you think he because, sits? Because defensemen are have been drastically... I don't want to say overpaid because defensemen have gotten significantly more than they have in the past since yeah. last year. Since I believe it was Wierenski was the first guy signed to a nine million dollar contract. No, it was Hamilton, and then Wierenski. Oh yeah, Hamilton. Yeah. I think that Hamilton one I was saying on the stream was deserved though, a hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's a nine million dollar defenseman. But all the other guys that are like Dougie Hamilton got nine million, so I get nine million. Yeah, exactly. That's, all those guys, I'm like. Some of you don't deserve nine million, and <laughs> and Josh Manson. But that's exactly what guys is one of those guys yeah. as well. Yeah, he's not one of those guys. But that's that's the market rate. Like if you're a top pairing defenseman, you make nine million dollars. That's kind of the bar. So I think the market for a second pairing defenseman is probably six to seven, theoretically. If you're going like say nine million, six million. Three yeah. million for your third pairing. So I think it's, I think it's above five point one. I think it's probably around that six million dollar range. Uh, do we, do we so have above five point one? Is my answer okay? Do we have a bomb uh, sound effect, or can you just play like the sad horns? Sure. We we have this. It's not really a bomb, but. Oh, you might want to save that one when you hear the actual market value. Okay, sure. Uh, it is lower than the 3.1 range. Oh, so I was way off. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Josh Manson's market value. Can I get the drum roll? Thank you very much. $1.9 million. <laughs> 
that that was a better one actually yeah yeah <laughs> that that's why i was saying maybe we're overvaluing him just a little bit yes he does play a top four role but would he be playing a top four role on any other team with I mean, uh, with yeah. with decent defense mm-hmm. you said 1.9 1.9 is the market value for him uh, for comparison, I'm just going to go through the rest of the player cards here. There's five other defensemen. Uh, Hampus Lindholm currently making uh, 5.2 million. Man, even his uh, his market value is at 2.2 million. So he's making 3 million more than what he's actually valued at. Uh, Jamie Drysdale is making less. He is on a ELC, mind you. He's making 0. 0.9. Uh, his market value is at 2.2. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and that's only going to go up as well, right? As he yeah. like the, he's only nineteen, so mm-hmm. uh, Cam Fowler he's making right around where he should be. Actually, his salary is six point five. His market yeah. value is at Fantastic. six. So yeah, he's doing great there. Uh, Josh Manson again, his salary is at four point one, but his market value is at one point nine. Uh, Kevin Shattenkirk is a guy that could make more money. Uh, he's making three point nine million. His market value is at four point seven, so almost a million more. Oh, wow! Remember when that contract got signed and they're like, "Oh my god, you gave three point nine million dollars yeah. to Kevin fucking Shattenkirk." <laughs> it, it's, it's actually worked out. It's looking, so, it's looking good. Yeah, it's looked even better since we haven't thrown him in shootouts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the last one here is Josh Mahura, uh, who's making point eight million currently. His market value is at one point seven. Okay. Yeah, those, so those all make I'm, sense to me, but Manson doesn't. It, it really doesn't. And yeah, here's I'm something ta- like I'm t- I'm taking a look around, and really, there's only one other guy that is making more than he should, like than a million dollars. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So, because Cam Fowler is only like five hundred grand off, which and mm. I I say only five hundred grand, like I should, like that's pocket change to me. No, that would change my fucking yeah. life. But like, <laughs> you get what I mean, yeah, right? I do. Yeah. So I I tried to look up. million defenseman now, just on the three teams I initially talked about, Calgary, Nashville, and Boston. And I found a guy who has been in a similar scenario. So um, I'll give you the details here first. So in 1819, signed a contract worth $4 million, three-year deal. Um, So that ended last season. This season, he just signed a one-year deal. Uh, but is making $1.95 million with the Calgary Flames. Nate, do you know who I'm talking about? No? No, I, I, hold on. Give, no, give me a second. I'm trying to think of their roster okay. right now. <laughs> yeah. That, sorry, that that $4 million contract was signed with Vancouver, but he he signed there, got traded, and played in loads of other places before signing, uh, I believe, in free agency with the Calgary Flames this offseason. Free agency? Yeah. 1.95 million dollars he's also 30 years old currently so very comparable to josh manson right-handed d all that thing all that, all what that the stuff. fuck am i forgetting off the flames right now oh trust me he's very forgettable i'm not surprised that you're not thinking of him uh, i'm just pulling up the <laughs> roster to take a look yeah go for it who the fuck am i forgetting right now <laughs> Like, my first thought went to Michael Stone, but I'm like, no, he's been around fucking forever. Yeah, yeah. Ducks alum as well, so... Uh, Erica went, Branson. Went the, yeah, there you go. Went, went through the system there. Yeah, Erica Branson. <laughs> signed 
upon his deal expiring, a $1.95 million uh, deal at 30 years old um, with the Calgary Flames in free agency. That even feels like I'm sorry. Pace, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just a sec. Erica Branson is, he was the third overall pick. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Um, and he has set a career note. high in goals this year, by the way, with five. I mean, mind you, he's not a offensive defenseman whatsoever. No, exactly. He so, is your stay-at-home yeah. big-body guy. But like, yeah. I was just like, what? Yeah. So, so I, I've stumbled onto the perfect, apparently the perfect comparable to Josh Manson. Defensive yeah. defenseman, 30 years old, expiring contract, made 4 to $4.1 million, market value at 1.95. But I'm sorry, I don't see the comparable between Manson and Gaudreau. Yeah, I, I don't like this comparison. One one guy no. is... I, I Both guys are getting overpaid by market value realistically, but like... Yeah. They're, oh, man. I don't, I don't even know how to say that. Yeah, like, I, I don't see Manson <laughs> as being the Eric Branson of free agency this year. Like, I don't... Like, he's yeah, not I, that guy. So, 1.9 is... It's so low. I, I don't get it. I really want to ask James and Audie now from... Uh, the barn burner show what they think of that i'd be curious to know their thoughts on it too i'm, I'm gonna have yeah. to ask them after we're done here you, you know the only thing I can like, think oh, of here, dude. <laughs> yeah the only thing i can think of here is that josh manson has a history of being injured and out for good good chunks of time and yeah. that that significantly affects that could, his market that could value be why. yeah because he, Which that makes, he that, played full that seasons in 16-17 and 17-18, 74 games in 18-19, and then since then it's been 50, 23, and 44. So, big, big injury guy. So maybe Sorry, that's say, it. Say that, say that again one more time. The, uh, the he last played three full, years. Last three years, he played 50 games in 19-20. He played and I think 23. we got cut off at... 70 games. Okay, so that's not horrible. Yeah, still missed 20 games. but That's yeah, still a lot, um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, 23 games played in 2021. Where we played 52, so that's more. Okay. Yeah, missed about 30 games there. And then this season played 44, and the Ducks have played 50-some. I want to say 56, 58. Uh, we have played 62 Oh, okay. Oh, missed 18 <laughs> games there. Yeah. Yeah, so still significant chunks of time. Yeah, you're. It, it's over the last while, it's okay, this guy's going to be out for at least, you're, you're going to be down man games by at least 20. So yeah, I can see where that definitely drops the market value a little bit. It definitely makes a bit more yeah. sense now. It's not necessarily just on its on ice play. Yeah, exactly. And in my opinion as well, defensemen really mature like, around when they're 30 like i i don't want to say they're in their prime but they yeah especially defensive and, defensemen it's like you've ha- experienced so much now that you're a 30 to 35 range you just you make the safe play all the time it's nothing yeah, flashy and, but yeah so Manson's I, I, I also, think he's worth like that 4.1 still sorry go ahead i'm done no it's all right <laughs> it's it's just like this the slight delay between the two of us right yeah um <laughs> manson is also a guy that like does heavily use his body so it does make sense why he gets injured yeah. right it's, it's unfortunately yeah, exactly. just the nature of the job kind of thing but yeah again though when you're handing out contracts when you're handing out money when you have the cap like the nhl stupidly does i think that it should be a 
like a soft cap um, kind of thing mm-hmm. still. But yeah, you you really it's okay. This is your budget. I can't afford to pay you that much for how much you're actually going to be doing here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I get it. But yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see what happens. So I mean, teams can give up stuff for you know him as a as a depth piece throughout the playoffs. That would that would be good. But mm-hmm. yeah, so it's, yeah, I, I I'm just a fan of Manson's play style. So it's yeah, I, I'm potentially overvaluing him a little bit as well. Yeah. There's probably that that homerism there. So yeah, um, but we'll see if he gets extended or. If not, what his contract looks like in the offseason. Maybe we don't know what we're talking about, which is yeah, likely maybe. the case, but we'll find out. So, <laughs> Okay, um, before we take... Uh, actually, no, let's take our break now, and uh, on the other side of that, we'll do upcoming games. And that I will keep that short, on. I promise. <laughs> yeah, I, you, you've already talked about it, so <laughs> yeah, it, it will be short. And then uh, some what's quack in here, but uh, let's uh, hear from our friends over at other places on the network. Ooh, we get the uh, Nick Delorier fans here and Ricardo Kell <laughs> fans cool. in the in the the Nick squares, Nick squared. Hello, hello, hockey fans. My name is Nick Berlansky, host of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. My co-host, Nick Horwat and I talk all things Pittsburgh Penguins, from top news to game analysis and other unconventional hockey talk. We've got you covered. New episodes every Monday. Tune in at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcast from. And let's go Pens. Okay. I remember that Rangers ad being talk. a lot later or a lot longer. I mean, sorry. Yeah, me too. I was, I was thinking, I was like, oh, I could probably go fill up my water bottle. And then I was nope. like, yeah, I like, I stood up to turn my heater off and I was like, I should go fill up my water. And then I, I took a quick listen to see where it was. I was like, oh, this is short. No, <laughs> yeah. no way. So, uh, speaking uh, of shorts, uh, yeah, we play the Rangers on Tuesday. Um, just, I wouldn't even bother turning on the TV. Uh, just, just, Play, play the Ducks. Let's go. <laughs> I'm serious. Play them. <laughs> yeah. Well, well you, didn't, you didn't say the time. It, this is why I got to do upcoming. Oh, games. sorry. You, you can uh, you cannot watch the Ducks lose to the Rangers at uh, 4 p.m. Pacific on Tuesday. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zabanajed, Panarin, Shesterkin, yeah. Fox. The list goes on. No I'll, I'll have the game on so you can watch. You can, like, keep an eye on your Twitter and I'll be like, turn the game on if it's actually going good, but Honestly, yeah. like, even I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Just that sounds so horrible, but like, I yeah. I gotta. <laughs> Sorry, I know that you wanted to move on, but we. Uh, <laughs> oh no! I, <laughs> I, I just want to look at the Rangers' last five because oh yeah, uh, this was a mistake. Their last ten, they're six, four, and oh. Uh, where did that go? Okay, where did that go? The, the teams right. they've you lost to though. Pittsburgh won nothing. They lost to Vancouver 5-2. Okay, outlier, whatever. Um, They lost to Minnesota 5-2, and they lost to St. Louis 6-2. All their other games have been pretty decent wins, though. Beat St. Louis 5-3. Beat Dallas 7-4 just on Saturday. Uh, Washington 4-1 is in there. St. Louis 5-3. So, like, they're... Yeah. 
they're they're, they're fine. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. <clears throat> if I'm against... predicting a score like the way this team's been playing, <clears throat> I don't know six two. Sure. <laughs> the yeah, the Rangers last ten again. They've had six wins in there. Uh, wins have come against Ottawa two one, Washington four one. Uh, St. Louis 5-3, New Jersey 3-1, Winnipeg 4-1, Dallas 7-4. Yeah. So, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> we're going to get uh, if, if, if we really two points and that's it. Yeah. Here, I can, I can dive into it just a, a touch more just to round it out. Uh, the last five games, because both these teams, this game is their next one. Neither team plays like a game before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mika Zibanejad is tied with Trevor Zegers over the last five games, three goals apiece. Uh, Artemi Panarin oh, has good. eight assists in the last five games <laughs> compared to Fowler's six. And Panarin has nine points over the last five games compared to Fowler's six. <laughs> Do you have Shesterkin's stats over the last five? Uh, not over the last five, but I have his, um, just his record this year, which what the fuck, dude? Yeah, it's, it's 29, it's seven and three, a 2.07 goals against and a 938 save percentage with three shutouts. Um, just because I want to take a look at the advanced analytics as well, because sometimes, you know, your save percentage, that sort of thing isn't exactly, um, doesn't quite tell the whole story, yeah. but I, I know his advanced analytics are also ridiculous mm-hmm. here. Uh, okay, so we talked about Philip Grubauer having a like a bad like what was it minus thirty four goal save Something above like expected. Yeah, uh, Igor Shosturkin is a thirty point seven goal save above expected. Positive thirty point seven. Jeez, like. <laughs> If fuck? that dude doesn't win the Vesna and the Hart Trophy, <laughs> then I'm not watching the awards ever again because it's a fucking the, joke. The guy has had only like in thirty. He's played thirty nine games. He's only had seventy eight goals against. We are in March, and the guy hasn't even had a hundred goals against. <laughs> Is there any other goalies like that have had less or like less than a hundred goals against? Uh, Freddie oh, Anderson has. See. Freddie Anderson has played. Uh, 40 games has 81 goals against uh and is a has a 29.1 goal save above expected yeah so he's played significantly <laughs> less games though but like that's insane no he's he's played one more game oh he has oh i thought you said yeah. no i thought you said Tristurkin played like 50 some games my bad no Tristurkin's played 39 anderson's oh, played okay. 40 um gotcha. So yeah, one game difference, three goal difference. I, I was telling you on the last episode, man, Freddie Anderson has been unreal this year. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But okay, so here, okay, if you want to compare it this way, mm-hmm. we, we everybody talks a lot about Andre Vasilevsky, and I'm not taking a shot at him, but like the, with the way I'm saying saying this, I promise. Uh, no, but he's kind of uh, like the the benchmark, like he's the bar for yeah. like, like NHL elite goaltending standard. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky is fifth. Um, for here, let me just double check here. Actually, with a goal save, yeah, Vasilevsky is fifth for goal save above expected at eighteen point three in forty five games. That's how much better Shosturkin is. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like a it's a twenty two. Yeah, twenty or no, sorry, twelve goals more saved that he probably shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. Dude, Shesterkin is not only looking for the Vesna right now; he's looking for the Hart Trophy. Absolutely, yeah. and it would. I I get it. You get Connor McDavid. You got Alexander Ovechkin. You got uh, Austin Matthews this year, who's already got forty five. Like we're yeah, we're the start of. I guess we're kind of the middle of March now, but he's got forty five goals. Like the guy's looking for fifty. Um, mm -hmm. you got uh, Johnny Gaudreau in Calgary, who's looking to blow past his. Um, his career high in points, and uh, I'm just trying to think of like guys around the league who like would be in that talk. And it, it's a different, yeah, McKinnon, it, it's Crosby, a, it, yeah, like, McKinnon, Crosby. It's it's a different kind of comparison, obviously, being a goaltender. But like, you can't tell me that Shesterkin isn't the most valuable player right now in the NHL. Oh yeah, like that team is doing unreal because yeah. of Shesterkin. Like, don't get me wrong, yeah. the Rangers would be a good team. Without him, right? They'd they wouldn't still be, be the level team, they're at, though. But exactly, yeah, that's, it's yeah, fucking it's ridiculous. I love looking mm -hmm. at these numbers; they're hilariously. Yeah. You, you could put like, Shesterkin on the Coyotes, and they would probably be a bubble team, like in the playoff, yeah. like a wild card race. <laughs> like that's that's how good Shesterkin is this season. It's fucking unreal, man. But yeah, that's, that's <laughs> so. Uh, long, just to to wrap this up. It, it's not going to be good against the Rangers oh, on Tuesday no. night. No, it's not. So that wraps up that, and let's uh, get to some what's quacking. I don't even have. Uh... Oh yeah, right. Okay, so one little thing. I don't even have anything for what's quacking. <laughs> no, I, I was like, no, it was more like, okay, what do I have here? I forget what I had. Mm -hmm. um, so this was a cool little tidbit. Uh, this will be very short. This cool little tidbit that I came across from uh, Rolling Stone magazine on their Instagram here. Uh, we were talking earlier about the the Batman and how we'll have an episode that we talk about that in spoiler ways uh, yeah. in probably in the next couple of weeks here. Um, but uh, Nirvana's "Something in the Way," which is you know a song that was heavily featured in promotion and that sort of thing, and uh, it does appear in the movie kind of throughout. I think it shows up like three different times or something like that. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, Nirvana's Something in the Way reportedly had a 1,200% increase in Spotify streams after the Batman released. Uh, it is currently number six on the top 50 USA chart. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that's impressive. Nirvana hasn't put out music since, what, 1999? And you're telling me that they're... Yeah, or earlier than that, yeah. When was the last Nirvana album? I don't even remember offhand. Yeah. I want to say it was like 95, 96. May oh, maybe. For some um, reason, I thought they put something out later, but. 94. 94. Jeez. So they haven't put anything out since 1994. That was 27 years ago. 28 yeah. years ago. <laughs> and they, yeah, Kurt, and they yeah, Kurt Cobain in passed in 94. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. It's weird how that happens. Like you, you take an old yeah. song that like nobody, like everybody kind of knows, but no one like really goes out of their way to listen to it, and you put it into like mainstream media or pop culture, and yeah, it's boom right back up there. Like same with like all the Queen songs and like especially Bohemian Rhapsody when that movie 
Oh yeah, uh, came out a few years ago. Up, it's, up again. Like Bohemian Rhapsody was like being. I mean, it's it's always played on the radio, but it was like top radio charts in like the UK. Yeah, like when that movie was coming out, <laughs> and it's like, oh, like that's so weird. Yeah, it really is. So, but yeah, that was a cool tidbit that I uh, that I came across that uh, found kind of interesting. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was oh. cool. All right, so I think the yeah was it the last episode we played that trivia game, or was it the one before that? Uh, no, it was two ago that we did a trivia game. Last episode we talked elite goaltenders. Right. Okay. So this week I'm going to come at a game with you. All right. Okay. Cool. We're going to do a. Uh, don't worry, this isn't going to get put on your permanent record or anything like that. We're going to do a personality okay. test. All right. Oh, sick. Uh, we are going to do a personality test. We can do it on both of us. Okay. On which NHL goaltender are you? Huh. Nice. Uh, so Carter, we're going to do you first. All right. Okay. Can you make it a little bigger? Uh, Oh no, never mind. You're good. Yeah. That's that's how it is. Okay. So 10 questions here and this will determine which NHL goaltender you are. And, uh, where I found this originally was, it was a friend of mine on Twitter had shared it. Uh, shout out to Nikki. Um, and the comments, she, they, they were getting like a variety of goaltenders. So there is quite a few in here actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, Carter. So I'm going to read the question and I'm going to read just for our listeners. You guys can try this as well. We'll make sure to include the link in the description. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll read you the question and then read you all of the the options. All right. Okay. Sounds good. So question number one, someone eats your leftovers that were in the fridge. How do you react? You can, uh, you react by crying uh, eat their food next time. Uh, find something else to eat. Call them out. Get upset, but don't say anything about it. Or move on. It's just food. You can get more. Okay. Let's. Uh, if someone ate your leftovers that were in the fridge, how okay. would you react? I'm gonna. I'm gonna put myself in in this scenario here. So throwing okay. it back to when we lived together, I. Uh, <laughs> I never I ate your some food craft- unless I asked. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. Yeah, it was it was great. <laughs> um, w- w- like whenever I read those stories, it blows my mind that people do that. So, um, right? Yeah, but okay. I made I made craft dinner one night, and I was like really looking forward to some refried craft dinner the next day. And I go and and the craft dinner's gone. Refried? Okay, we, we can. It, dive it's very good. Into we'll talk about that air. another time. <laughs> <laughs> but and I go and the craft dinner's gone, and. What would I do? I'd probably go up to you and be like, dude, did you eat my craft dinner? And then you'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, what the fuck? And then I'd just be sad. And then I'd probably just make more craft dinner. So like so you, so I'd get upset. I, I'd call them out, but like I'd also just move on because it's just food and I can get more. But the first thing you're doing is is approaching the person, hey, you ate my food. So it's I think it's called oh, hey, did, yeah. It's yeah, call them out. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Carter is answering, call them Close out. Close second by cry, but <laughs> And I guess if it was more than craft dinner, I'd, I'd be pretty pissed. So, yeah. 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 All right, Carter, pick a holiday Halloween, mm-hmm. Christmas, New Year's Eve, Thanksgiving, your birthday, or none of the above. None of the above, psychopaths. Um, <laughs> no, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, really? All right. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, like, if someone picks, oh, like, they're literally they're psychopaths. Okay. I yeah, thought yeah. you meant, like, none no, of the above, was... like, you psychopaths. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh pick a pop, which for okay. our American listeners is a, a soda. Um Coke, Pepsi, 
Dr. Pepper, Sprite, root beer, or you, I don't like carbonated drinks. Oh, In man. which case you're wrong. Mountain Dew all the way. Well, I don't know what voice there. that was, but well, <laughs> that's my choice. <laughs> uh, from that list, I oh, do I do Dr. Pepper or root beer? Probably root beer. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a root okay. beer guy. Okay. Especially answer? with A&W. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, holy shit, there's a lot. Of, I'm just going to so tell options. you it's green. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, okay, yeah. so it was pick a color. I'm just going to read off oh, the options, though, because okay. there are a couple of types of green, actually. I'm going to read okay. off the options. So, yeah, pick a color. Dark purple, purple, yellow, pale blue, pale pink, forest green, crimson, pastel yellow, royal blue, or bright green. Bright green, yeah. Bright green? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick an animal. You have dog, cat, horse, turtle, otter, or a fish. I like there's a little smiley face beside the <laughs> otter. <laughs> uh, um, out of those ones, I guess probably uh, probably a dog. A yeah, dog? dog. Yeah. I'm seeing like yeah, otter with the smiley face. I feel like this thing was made by a Dallas Stars fan because Jake Ottinger. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I get that. I was feeling confused. Now. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, okay. Question number six. We're almost there. Your favorite team loses. How do you react? Uh, you cry. Uh, lol, they deserve it. <laughs> Not surprised, but still upset. Rush it off and get ready, and you're excited for the next one. Definitely not that one. <laughs> uh, wait until you're all alone and then let your frustrations out. It's definitely not surprised, but still upset. That one? Okay. Yeah. Whether it's the Ducks or the Oilers, that's that's <laughs> always the answer. Oh, here's a good one for you. Pick a Taylor Swift song. Oh, yeah. Tim McGraw, Love Story, Welcome to New York, Hours, Sparks Fly, You Need to Calm Down, 15, Paper Rings, Cardigan, or Gorgeous. Oh. That's like... Of all the songs they could have picked, like they, they could have put some <laughs> better ones on there. Like uh, I Knew You Were Trouble. Yeah. Um, uh, we Were Never Getting Back Together. Blank Space. Bad I feel blood. like that's the, that's the point, though. Is like, okay, you got to pick a not like absolute banger kind of song. There's, oh, there's okay, still yeah. bangers, but like. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I got to go with You Need to Calm Down. That's a good one. All right. Question number eight, pick a fast food restaurant. McDonald's, Wendy's, Taco Bell, Arby's, Chick-fil-A, or KFC, which this person put, you're lying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's Wendy's, 100%. Wendy's, yeah. Yeah. There's a reason our uh, our NHL team name is the Windows Bros. Yeah, we're all sluts for Wendy's. (laughs) Who should Bella have ended up with? Edward, Jacob, or no one she deserves to die alone. <laughs> I mean, when it said Bella, I was like, what is this? But it's <laughs> it's Twilight, I guess. Which I um, haven't seen these movies in forever, but Mr. Sunday Movies has been doing the Twilight Saga on Caravan of Garbage, so I've been getting like reacquainted with those movies through that. And mm-hmm. I saw this question, I just fucking lost it. I was like, oh, it's too perfect. That's good. <laughs> you know what? I honestly don't even know which one's Edward and which one's One's Jacob, and I don't care okay, either. I, so for I don't know, I don't care. <laughs> all right. All so right. for that reason, it's no one. She deserves to die alone. If you if you don't know, then it's nobody. You can't have both, so it's nobody. You didn't you didn't want her to be with Batman? All right. 
<laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but I don't know who that is, so it's no one. <laughs> oh, all right. Last question, Carter. Pick a superpower. Flight, invisibility, strength, telekinesis, uh, telepathy, teleportation, or talking to animals. Ooh, that's tough. I like how everything mm. is like a name and then talking to animals is just a description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like there is an actual uh, name for that. Oh, probably. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't know what it is. So if they put it, I'd be like, what the fuck's that? Um, I feel like telekinesis would be kind of cool. Like moving stuff with your mind? Yeah. Or right. either that one or talking to animals. But I'll, I'll go telekinesis. All right. Final answer? Yeah. All right. Carter. You are <laughs> Braden Holtby. You are very go with the you are a very go with the flow person. You don't really let things bother you, but when you're mad, you're mad. <laughs> you stick up for what you believe in and know your self-worth. You probably have really good hair too, but I don't know. But <laughs> Damn, I can that is spot I on. can confirm Carter does have good hair. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's like it's similar to like Holtby's too. A little bit, yeah. In a, yeah. Not, take, not exactly. Take my same, but... beard and your hair, and we got Braden Holby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Yeah, actually, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, that's, uh, there you go. <laughs> that's pretty good. Okay. Are we doing Carter you now? Is Braden Holby? Uh, yeah, we can do me really quick. Yeah, sure. You, we've, yeah. You've already read the options to everybody. So, can yeah. just, assuming it's the same questions, you can just. It is, go the, for it. it is the same questions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you already uh, done it or. Uh, I have, but I don't remember how I answered or anything like that. So I'm taking it from fresh. So, okay. Gotcha. Um, all right. We'll share this here again. So everybody can just follow along. If you're watching on YouTube or Twitch, which we highly suggest you do. And also be sure to leave a like and subscribe to the channels. All right. I'll just remind people of the question again. Yeah. Uh, someone eats your leftovers that were in the fridge. How do you react? Um, see now a while ago it would have been like get upset but don't say anything because i was kind of more passive but i've also been at the point now where i'm just like fuck it i don't care and i do call people out on stuff yeah 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 (laughs) uh but honestly though i'm such a food guy i'm gonna say cry because i'm (laughs) sure if if there's something good like some good like yeah if if there's leftovers that i'm looking forward to right i'm upset if i can't have it so i'm gonna say cry (laughs) uh pick a holiday uh Carter, I'm going to defer to you to this just by asking a question of what do I, what do you think I get more hyped up for? Like your perspective, mm-hmm. do I get more hyped up for Halloween or my birthday? Um, see, initially I thought it would be your, you'd pick your birthday, but cause like you get excited for it, but you get like, like literally as soon as your birthday's over, you start like talking about Halloween or like throughout the year. <laughs> and my like, birthday's oh, in January. Good- <laughs> yeah. Like you get like. Uh, like Halloween's something that you talk about all the time. Okay. Halloween. So I, I'd say Halloween. Yeah. All right. Uh, pick a pop. Oh. Uh, well, I know yeah, which I, one it's not. <laughs> I, I drink Coke the most, but I oh, I gotta go root beer. It's I'm classic. A slu- I'm, a, I'm a slut for root beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pick a color. Oh man, I'm gonna go with crimson. Just like the bright, yeah, that bright red. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick an animal. You're a horse guy, I'm pretty sure. 
a bit more after my last summer job, but like not to that level. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's more more goats. Yeah, it's more goats. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to go with dog. I'm a big dog person. Your favorite team loses. How do you react? Carter, do you just want to answer this one for me? Lol, they deserve it. I was thinking it's either that, that or, or actually, yeah, it's got to be lol. They deserve it a hundred percent. What was the other one you're thinking of? I was going to say, wait until you're alone and let your frustrations out. But I remember oh, yeah. just like, okay, let okay. your frustrations out, which is about 50% of this show. So yeah, lol, they deserve it. Might as well. Yep. Uh, pick a Taylor Swift song. Oh, okay. I'm stuck between love story and you need to calm down. I'm going to go with love story. That's a good you know, one. Uh, th- I, yeah. I, I recorded a pop punk mix of love story actually that I, I haven't, really shown too many people but is i I, gotta post it now yeah yeah so i took her vocals and put it on top of like a pop punk version so oh yeah nice uh pick a fast food restaurant oh okay this might be a hot take but i'm going with arby's Uh, arby's is pretty underrated Honestly. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I, I, I. What did I say? I was a slut for earlier on this episode, or earlier in this like quiz. But I'm also a slut for Arby's. So, yeah. Who should Bella have ended up with? <laughs> Part of me wants to say no one as well, but <laughs> uh, I'm I'm going with Edward. Should have been with Edward, which she was in the end. So, uh, pick a superpower. First of all, I'm ashamed you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I read the books. I en- Okay, I'm going to come out and say I enjoyed the books. The movies ruined it for me, though. That's fair. Okay, so. I, I've, I haven't seen either. So I, Actually, that's a lie. I've, I've seen the very last movie, and it was dog shit. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, what do I want for a superpower, though? You, you kind of just want them all, don't you? Yeah. Like, they'd all be kind of sick. Part of me wants to say flight just because of the fucking gas prices right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, man. Uh, Yeah, you know what? Just for that reason, I'm going to say flight. I got stubby legs. I can just get everywhere super fast, hopefully. Never have to do stairs. Oh, my God. Look at that. (laughs) That's awesome. You know what? That makes sense, though, considering that's my favorite goalie. I am apparently. Is that who you got before? No, that's not who I got before, actually. Oh, really? Who'd you get before? I got Braden Holby as well. Ah, huh, interesting. So I, I mean, I we had a lot of similar answers. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark uh, Andre Fleury, you're a person who likes to have fun. You like to pull pranks on your friends and get a laugh out of just about anybody. Uh, just because you're fun doesn't mean you can't be serious when it comes down to it. You're dependable and solid as a rock. Not to toot my own horn, but that does actually really sound like me. <laughs> yeah, especially the solid as a rock part. You're you're just built like a brick shit house. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Anytime. I got a fucking clip that just for myself. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's what I got for what's quacking this week. Perfect. This episode, I think I that was a nice way to wrap up the episode. So, that was good. Um, yeah, <laughs> if you guys want to do the quiz again, we'll. <laughs> Well, we'll put the link in the description uh, if you want to do that. And you can uh, DM us or tweet us your answers at Quack Report Pod on Twitter, oh. Instagram, whatever your choice may be for that. Um, and Nate, where can, uh, uh, I don't know, where can I, 
Or they, I don't know, be depressed about the docs with you. Oh, I was going to, uh, I mean, that you can do on the Quack Report or my personal, but I was going to say, uh, if you too want to tell me I look like a shit brick house, um, you can tweet me. <laughs> <laughs> or what, or what is it? A brick shit house? <laughs> a brick shit house. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you can tell me I look like a brick shit house or a shit brick house <laughs> on Twitter at Tadenomas, T A T E N H O M A S. Oh my god. Oh man. And uh, it is way <laughs> too late. It's like 11 30 where we are right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm on Twitter at Carter underscore pots, P O T T S underscore 97. Thanks for tuning in to whatever this was, and we'll see you Wednesday. 